Welcome to Dire Trip, where we deep dive into all sorts of spooky, horrific, or just plain weird crimes, lawsuits, and strange happenings all over the world. Without further ado, let's get into today's story. After a teenage girl attacked her own father with an axe, her fascination with both anime and manga ended up getting a popular show cancelled right before the final episode. But what was the connection between her crime and this show? Was there even a connection at all? Let's look into exactly how all this happened. The holidays are just around the corner, and HelloFresh makes this busy time of year easier than ever, with chef-crafted recipes and pre-proportioned ingredients delivered right to your door, so you can spend less time meal planning and prepping and end up with minimal cleanup afterwards. They always come with clear, step-by-step -step instructions on how to cook the food, and the ingredients are proportioned so that you don't have to count anything out. With over 35 weekly recipes, there's something to please everyone. You can easily customize your recipes by swapping proteins or sides, upgrading to choice proteins, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. Quality is HelloFresh's number one priority. Ingredients travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days, so you know it's still fresh. For today's video, I decided to go ahead and try out the One Pan Santa Fe Pork Tacos. This is a simple meal, probably took me like 20 minutes to make, and it came out tasting great. It's honestly better than something I would have picked up on the way home as takeout anyway. I really do recommend you give this one a shot. This is a great way to cook at home for minimum effort and maximum output. It gives you a good home-cooked meal with none of the stress. Not to mention that you'll cut down on time and you'll cut down on your food waste by about 25% as well compared to grocery shopping. So go to HelloFresh.com and use my code DIRETRIP70, all caps, for 70% off plus free shipping. Once again, go to HelloFresh.com and use code DIRETRIP70 for 70% off plus free shipping. And now, let's get on to this video. In a bizarre story full of twists and turns, a girl murdered her father in a very violent and brutal fashion with an axe. This led to fascination on the internet, which in turn led to a couple of shows getting cancelled that may have had nothing to do with the case at all. The anime we're mainly going to be talking about today is called School Days, which was based on a PC game of the same name, which admittedly isn't a particularly interesting show until the end. It's your basic love triangle fiasco type of a show. However, it was famous for having an extremely brutal, violent, gory ending that disturbed many of those who watched it. That is, if you got to watch it sometime down the road, because the show was cancelled before the ending in many areas of Japan. In the beginning, although the anime was very tame, if not boring, it was very well known that the show was based on a very violent dating sim game. This game was famous for featuring about 20 different endings, a lot of which ended very violently. Many of these endings included all fashions of murders, along with all sorts of ways of people ending their own lives. Along with some other raunchy stuff too. I mean, just to briefly go over some of them, you had people jumping off buildings, people stabbing each other, people jumping in front of trains, people falling in front of trains, people getting pushed in front of trains. I think the last boss was a train. Instead of the finale, viewers who tuned in to watch the show were instead treated to, oddly enough, a bunch of panning landscape shots. Mainly those of mountains, castles, and a boat. A notably nice boat that would go on to become a meme throughout the country and abroad. This sudden, bizarrely handled cancellation led to memes, all sorts of artwork, weird stories, and even conspiracy theories. But let's get back to the beginning. 
Throughout Japan, five different TV stations were all geared up to air the school day's final episode. The final episode, vague spoilers, involves one character going on a violent, vengeful rampage against another character. Everything was all good to go until a particularly violent crime occurred in the prefecture of Kyoto, a crime committed by a high school girl roughly the same age as the characters in the show. A 16-year-old girl was living with her family out in Kyoto. To those around them, they seemed like an absolutely normal nuclear family. Typical, if anything. The family consisted of the girl, who has never been named, her sister, her mother, and her father, who was a 45-year-old police sergeant at the Minami police station in Kyoto. When it came to the relationship between the girl and her father, things were not going too well, to say the least. They did not get along, arguing pretty often. Her father and mother also argued a concerning amount as well. Not only that, but the father started to get physically abusive with the girl too, further straining their already tarnished relationship. This was all made even worse when the girl found that her father had been regularly communicating with another woman, and those communications hadn't been innocent. Her mother and sister seemed to ignore this as well, which made the girl feel all the more isolated, ignored, and above all angry. This was the final straw in her mind. Her father was an evil man, and he had to go by any means necessary. She went out to a nearby hardware store and bought an axe. A fairly big one, I might add, with a 30 centimeter blade. One night, September 18th of 2007, the unnamed girl changed into a black one-piece dress. She walked into her parents' bedroom as the rest of her family slept, brandishing the axe and went to town on the right side of her father's neck as he slept, hitting him again and again and again until her dress was covered in blood spatter. Needless to say, he did not survive the surprise assault. The mother awoke to the scene in horror. However, regardless of what happened, she still had a desire to protect her daughter. She didn't want her to see prison time over this. So she called the police at around 4.40 a.m., but didn't tell them the truth, instead telling them, my husband ended his own life by cutting his neck with an axe. But once officers arrived at the scene, they were quick to notice that this simply couldn't have been the case. It was clear by the way his body was positioned and from the angle of the cuts that it couldn't have went down that way. They found the blood-stained axe in the middle of the living room on the first floor. The daughter was also very noticeably completely covered with bloodstains. She seemed very absent-minded, distant, even dazed, according to some officers. She was sitting in the living room along with her mother and sister as if nothing was amiss. The girl, upon a short bit of questioning, admitted to the crime very openly and easily. She was arrested on the spot without a warrant. Her father was scheduled to work a shift with these very officers in just a few hours before all this happened. Once news got out about the incident, the names of the entire family were withheld to protect the identity of the daughter, who was still a minor. As we've seen with a lot of other Japanese cases on this channel, protecting the identities of minors, criminals or otherwise, is a lot more strict within Japan than it is compared to a lot of the other countries we go over. Although most people would say it was probably pretty unnecessary, the police went ahead and sent off for an autopsy on the father. He was an excellent officer, said the deputy chief of Minami police station where he was working. I never heard that he had any troubles, he added. Upon arrest, the 16-year-old assailant, a student at a nearby vocational school, said that she was unable to forgive her family for failing to ever call her father out on his bad behavior. They often fought, usually leading her father to resorting to violence, and he always ended up getting away with it, she said. This led to her feeling of pure hatred for her father over time. The police were convinced that this anger led to the murder. Pretty cut and dry in the end. The police then sent her off to the district public prosecutor that very same day. Police later quoted the girl directly, saying that she told them, 
I killed my dad because I did not like him. I hated my father. I didn't need him. I couldn't stand the atmosphere in this family. It soon came to be known that the girl in question was quite the fan of horror and violent anime. At school, she stated that she dreamed of becoming a manga artist herself, that or possibly a housekeeper. However, as it usually goes, it was this interest in violent anime that would go on to pique the interest of the media. The police continued to question her sister and mother, trying to figure out what exactly led to her capacity for violence in the end. However, before they ever came to a conclusion, people on the website 2channel, basically the Japanese version of 4chan, began to joke and meme about the murder. They started comparing it to an anime called Higurashi, which was notably violent. Many commented in jest that she must have been influenced by the show in the end. Come on, there's no way I'm the only person who thought about Higurashi, wrote one of them. This was when the news site Jcast picked up on the threads. They saw the anonymous users memeing about the murder being related to anime and didn't pick up on the fact that it was all a joke. They ran the story as a news article online, stating factually that the murder was influenced by these recent ongoing violent anime series that were currently airing on TV. Then afterwards, a TV show called Move picked up on that article and blasted it on TV, taking the information as fact. They held up a card, plainly stating that the anime Higurashi led to some trauma within the murderer that caused her to commit the murder. They didn't really back it up with much hard evidence, mainly just circumstantial conjecture about the case. Before School Days even became a victim of this crime, a TV station called Tokai TV made the decision to get rid of the upcoming 12th episode of Higurashi, playing some random cooking show in its place. Preceding the cooking show, some text on screen simply read, Tonight's episode of Higurashi will be changed to Pole Effect King Gourmet First Star. We apologize for the inconvenience. This led to the average viewer being very confused as to what happened to the next episode of the show they were waiting for. Was it cancelled? Was it delayed? Did they have to wait until the next week? Or was the episode being skipped entirely? They had no idea. It wasn't too long before TV stations started to make note that the upcoming episode of School Days was to feature that previously mentioned violent gore-fest of an ending. The one that involved kids aged roughly the same as the girl in this crime. Many networks decided not to air the final episode at all, starting with TVK. TVK had originally planned to air the episode as intended, but with the red blood changed to black. But realizing that this was kind of pointless, they just axed the whole thing entirely. Wow, pun not intended, but I'm gonna leave that in there. The official website for the anime addressed this, simply stating that the final decision on whether or not the anime would be aired would be announced on the page at a later date. Afterwards, nearly all other channels followed suit, with TV Chiba, TV Aichi, TV Tama, and TV Osaka all cancelling the episode as well. TVK, though, handled the sudden cancellation very strangely. This was when they decided to instead broadcast a bunch of unrelated images of background scenery, with a text overlay that stated, This programming has changed due to certain circumstances. People all over the internet exploded in anger. Not only was this limited to two channel where the whole thing started, but it spread out to the rest of the Japanese as well, and eventually to the international side of the internet. People were really waiting to see this finale and to hear that it was cancelled because of a crime case that may or may not have even been involved in the slightest. People were pretty annoyed. This was probably made all the more worse and maybe even sort of insulting by the way they handled the abrupt cancellation of the show. This landscape scenery was blasted all over the internet, namely the shots of the boat. With a text overlay that comically included the text, Nice Boat in English, it was prime meme material. It's now thought that this text was added by foreign users at the time, but nevertheless, it was hilarious. 
Many people started commenting on how cool, awesome, and perfect this boat was. It was then that the phrase, nice boat, came into the spotlight. On Nico Nico Doga, which is a Japanese video hosting site similar to YouTube that shows comments on screen in real time, the video of the landscape scenery absolutely exploded in nice boat comments as soon as the boat appeared on screen. Text art of a boat featuring the nice boat text appeared all over image boards for quite some time. The week after, it was announced on the official website for the anime that the production company had arranged to screen a censored version of the final episode at a theater in Akihabara in late September. But to be able to attend, you would have to register by email, provide a photo ID showing that you were at least 18, and bring your copy of the original computer game or its spin-off. That same day, news got out that the channel ATX would air the unedited version in October, finally giving the internet their much-needed finale. And there you have it. That's the story of how an axe murder led to the cancellation of a popular anime, which birthed the meme about a very nice boat. And talk about a butterfly effect, like husband cheats on his wife... boat meme. If you found the story interesting, you'll probably also find interest in the story about how the original editor of Attack on Titan murdered his wife. Link to that in the description below. It also seems that you can stream School Days on Crunchyroll in the US if you want to see what that was all about. Once again, this has been your host, Kyle. Thank you very much for listening to today's podcast episode. Feel free to look through my huge library of other stories if you found this one interesting, and be sure to be there for the next stories that come out each and every week. Have a good night.